Welcome to the Recession Resistant Real Estate Radio, where we talk about real estate, passive investing, business strategies, and so much more. I'm your host, Brandon Cobb, CEO of HPG Capital. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. Today, I've got a guest that I'm excited to talk to, mainly because there's a topic that I I understand pretty little uh, about. Uh, his name is Fred. Fred, how do you pronounce your last name? Because I don't want to butcher your last name here. Fred Moskowitz. Okay, thanks for that. I wasn't even going to try to give that a shot. He's an educator and best-selling author who has trained countless investors from all walks of life on how to create passive income streams on their own. He is a fund manager. He manages a mortgage note investment fund and is considered an industry veteran. He's been doing this a long time. Uh, He teaches the concept that individual investors are able to step into the shoes of the lender through note investing and effectively be the bank. I'm excited to jump into this. I know this is a fantastic strategy for creating consistent passive income. Fred, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brandon. It's great to be here. Hey, it's great to have you. For the audience that uh, doesn't know much about you, can you give us a brief, you know, what's your background, your story? How did you get into note investing? Yeah, thank you. A little bit about my background. I started out having a very long, successful career. I was working as a computer engineer, and I spent many years working at different tech companies, startup companies. And what happened was I watched my entire industry get flipped on its side because we had the bursting of the dot-com bubble, right? Remember that? And it was immediately followed by the September 11th terrorist attacks. Mm -hmm. And so if you can imagine all of this turmoil and uncertainty all throughout the world, and I realized from this that I was way too dependent on the income from my job. It was my only, my only source of income, that paycheck. And even though I loved the work I was doing, my jobs always were so full of all of these circumstances completely out of my control. And what I learned was that no matter how, how talented of an engineer I was or how valuable of an employee I was, The bottom line is that if things were not going well at the company or financially in the industry, I could quickly lose my job through no fault of my own. And so I came to this realization that I needed to have other sources of income so that I wouldn't be so dependent on the paycheck for my job. Mm -hmm. And with that, I turned to alternative investments. I got involved in several different several different things. I started out with with real estate, building a rental portfolio in Philadelphia, where I'm based out of. And that was something I was doing on the side. I was still working. But over time, right, I went into this with a long-term play, long-term approach. And over time, the income I was getting from my investments continuously increased as I ramped up my portfolio. And after a number of years, I started learning about node investing, and I really liked that. Uh, I really liked that asset class because I saw that it was very easy to scale a portfolio, a lot easier than scaling a portfolio of properties. And so I saw that, I recognized that this was something 
that you could really grow and scale into something big. And eventually, I transitioned completely, uh, focusing all my effort on on node investing. And it's been a wonderful journey for me. And uh, I always love sharing about that and teaching others uh, about node investing. It's really a niche, a niche area of uh-huh. real estate investing. Not a lot of people know about it. I'll tell you, Brandon. Um, a lot of people are familiar with real estate investing, right? Uh, single family houses and multifamily apartment buildings, vacation properties, sh- short term rentals. That's a big popular thing now, right? But what about if we talk about investing in the paper, investing in the notes and mortgages associated with all of those properties? Mm-hmm. It's something that it doesn't get a lot of attention. And most investors, when they think of a note and a mortgage, they come from a place of being the borrower and not being the lender. Mm-hmm. And so uh, through note investing, what happens is you step into the shoes of the bank. You now transition and you step across the aisle from being the one making the monthly payments to being the one receiving the monthly payments. And when you do that, it really stabilizes your uh, the predictability of your cash flow. Big time. I, you know, I, I love your story. I had something similar where I was let go from my job and, you know, I thought it was like through no fault of my own. So I definitely sympathize with you on that. And it it's true. This is something that a lot of people don't know about. They just think of traditioning, uh, investing in your traditional asset classes. You know, when people think <laughs> of real estate, they think of your classic single family rentals, uh, you know, fixing and flipping. The TV shows have glamorized it. They think of, you know, building that rental portfolio, not really knowing exactly how much work it is into it. A lot of people don't think about investing in the paper or the loan side of things. So for those who don't understand, you know, what a, what a note is, you know, when I think of note, I think of like a mortgage note or, mm-hmm. or like a like a loan, a lender note. Maybe can you That's clarify exactly. exactly what you mean by by note and how you're using that term in your business? Yeah, absolutely. Note note investing and what I'm specifically there there's many different types of notes, but in general, this term refers to a promissory note. And when it comes to real estate, promissory notes are made with also a guarantee uh, of the property as well. And so you have the promissory note, which is your promise to pay, and it outlines the terms of the financing and everything. But along with that, you're going to have a mortgage or a, in some states, it's called a deed of trust. And what that does is the buyer, the owner is giving up a security interest in their property to the lender, which collateralizes the debt, the loan that the lender is making. And that's how the lender is protected and secured because that document gets recorded in the public record, right? At the county courthouse and it stays as a lien on title. And so that property cannot be sold or refinanced or you, it cannot be conveyed with clear title to a new owner without all of the liens being addressed. Mm-hmm. 
And that's the security for, for the lender. So no matter what happens with the loan, even if there's a default or if the house burns down or any number of things, the lender is always protected by that encumbrance, that lien on title. And so that's, that's what those, uh, those terms are. So with residential uh, mortgage note investing, that's where we focus on. We buy, we buy notes that are secured by real estate. So you have a tangible asset backing the investment. And that's your protection is your downside protection uh, against any number of, of risks that could come up. And so for the investor, you are now in a really good spot because you have protection, downside protection, uh, backing your investment. And there's a lot of investments that we can make that have no, no protection at all. Mm-hmm. And so that's the really the defining principle with this is your vesting is something with security behind it. And that's, that's a great place to be in for the investor. And this is why banks have been doing this for hundreds and hundreds of years. That's their business. So to get into node investing, I guess lay the, the, the groundwork, you know, who, who this is a good fit for. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like you need to have some kind of capital that's you available do. to go and, you know, li- essentially lend money to somebody on an asset. You know, I guess preferably a piece of, of real estate is probably yes. what you specialize in. Now, um, you know, walk us through, you're talking about the securitization. Like what, what are those mechanisms that secures the, capital, the investor's capital to the asset itself so that in the event that the borrower that you're loaning money to doesn't pay you, uh, you you as the investor, you as the lender can then take back the property. Well, yeah, that's that's a great question. So the 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 way that security happens is through the mortgage. It's the document that's recorded. It's a mortgage or deed of trust, depends on what state you're in. Some states in the U.S. use a deed of trust. Others use a mortgage. That's what it's called. But essentially, it does the same thing. And that gets recorded in the public record. And that, that is it. All it is is if you, if you create a new note, a new mortgage, the mortgage document is recorded. That's handled usually by the title company or by the lender. Now, if you're buying an existing note, then there's going to be a document called an assignment, assignment mortgage or assignment of deed of trust. Mm-hmm. And it's usually a one-page document which highlights the transfer of the lien. And then that gets recorded as well. And that's that's really it. That's that's how the uh, the collateral remains secured. And so, as I said earlier, no matter what happens, if the property gets sold or refinanced, the first thing that uh, the title company is going to do handling that transaction, they'll run a title search. Mm-hmm. They'll look at all the liens and encumbrances, and they have to be addressed yeah. prior to uh, moving forward, prior to that closing. So that's that's a little bit about how that works. Now, the other part of your question, how does someone, how does someone get involved and is capital required? Yes, capital is required. Um, notes are 
typically purchased in as all cash transactions. And so you need, you need to have capital available and we can get into more into that some different, different ways. Now, as far as how to get involved with node investing, there are several ways, uh, you can be an origination lender, right? Creating, uh, creating, doing private lending, creating a note. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of your hard money loans and those types of investor transactions, they get created this way. Now, another way is to buy an existing node. That's the area I like to focus on. I buy notes that exist already. Some other entity or bank or lending institution created it. Mm-hmm. And at, at some future time, they decide to sell the note. And usually they're sold at a discount. So I, we all like that as investors, right? You can buy something at a discount. Now, the third way, which is more of a passive approach to note investing, is to invest in a managed note fund where uh, there might be an investor that likes they like the idea of node investing, but they don't have the time to dedicate to it. And so they'd rather be a passive investor. So investing in a managed note fund where the fund managers and their team, they raise capital and then they will go out to the secondary market and buy notes. And they already have the relationships in place to do that. And the uh, skills and knowledge about managing the portfolio. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's another way. And then for the investors, they receive a passive rate of return, which is nice. So it all depends on how much time do you have as an investor? Do you have a lot of time? Maybe getting in, involved as an active investor and building a portfolio. That's a good fit for you. What if you are a busy professional or a business owner? You don't have a lot of time. So a passive approach may be better for you. There's no right or wrong answer. It all depends on uh, your objectives and how much time you have available. Mm -hmm. So walk us through your strategy. I know you've got a fund that's set up, so you're, you're able to offer something that a lot of people can't. Uh, achieve with node investing on their own because usually you have to have the amount of money necessary for the borrower to purchase the assets. So if they're needing, you know, two hundred thousand dollars to to you know flip this house or 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 whatever, and you don't have it, well, then you're limited. Versus if you're investing in a fund and your capital is being syndicated together and pulled together, then you own shares of that and you can still do that deal and you can kind of get in the game that route. How does it work with purchasing notes? What is the strategy behind that? Essentially, your one, how do you find them? And two, how do you make money on these notes that other people are essentially selling you? Because it sounds like you're 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 paying money and, and receiving cash flow essentially. Yes, that's correct. You're you're buying an income stream. Exactly. That's exactly it. And so what happens is um, the way that works is loans are typically sold on the secondary market at a discount. A dis- they're sold for less than the amount owed. And so, th- as an example, maybe we have a $100,000 note that's earning a 30-year fixed note, 6% interest rate. And the payment on that is $599. It sort of comes out to, if you run the numbers on a financial calculator. 
And so that note might be sold in the secondary market to another investor at a discount. It could be sold for 95000 or 90000 um, the borrower still owes the full hundred thousand. They're still making their payment of five ninety nine at six percent. However, the yield for the investor that buys that note, it's not six percent. It starts to go higher depending on the discount. So that could become seven or eight or nine percent. And so that's a little bit of how that how that works. How much of a discount there is. That's the next question everyone's wondering about. Well, that all is based on how much risk are you willing to take? What's your risk tolerance that you're comfortable with? Like any investment, if you want super safe, low risk, you're going to earn a lower rate of return. If you're willing to take on more risk and be more aggressive, you can get into higher rates of return. And um, there is a whole assortment available out there for every uh every level of risk tolerance but for most people you know you're new you might be starting out i i always say go with the low risk get your feet wet with that yeah you'll earn less of a return less money but you'll gain some experience and then over time then you can start looking at deals with a little more risk or maybe there's some problems that have to be resolved mm-hmm. And you're comfortable with that and you have the right team in place and the right networks. And so that's how you grow and evolve as a node investor. Al, like what is your strategy? Do you focus on a specific niche? Cause I mean, I'm sure there's notes on any, everything from boats to yeah. jumbo jets, to, aviation, to yeah. commercial oh, to real estate. How, how does one go about finding this, this market? Number one. And then two, like what, what is your strategy? What have you focused on? So how does one go about finding this this market? The way to find it, everything is based on personal relationships. So it involves being active in the node investing industry, attending conferences and events where that are focused on the on the industry. That's where you're going to meet hundreds and hundreds of people in the same room. They're all doing this business, involved in this business, and we all know each other. We all buy and sell notes to each other. That's where deals happen. So a lot of it's done through personal relationships. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as what type I specialize in, I specialize in residential all across the U.S. And think of residential as your typical Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac definition of a residential mortgage which is a one to four unit uh, property. Mostly they're single family homes. Homes yep. just like the ones that you and I live in uh, can be located in any town or city across the country. That's what I like to specialize in. And one of the main reasons for that is because that's what there's most of. In the country, there's so many, it's the most prevalent type of, of note. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's what I like. But some people, maybe here's some, the examples you, you meet. Maybe someone has experience with boats or someone has experience in the aviation industry. Yeah. So they might be comfortable getting into a loan 
of securitized by um, by that type of collateral. Um, I think air, airplanes are really interesting because that's collateral you can move move around, right? Mm-hmm. If if you have to, but you you have to know how to handle uh, handle that and uh, be comfortable with that. But th- there's notes on everything: construction equipment, on solar panels. I mean, all there's no end. Wow. So if you've got some kind of specialized knowledge, if you're working in a specific sector, if you're a W-2 employee, if you've got a job or you've got your own business, I guarantee there's something that you specialize in. If you specialize in that and you understand that asset, then you understand the risks are involved. And ultimately, at the end of the day, the question that you've probably got to ask yourself is, am I comfortable taking back this asset at the amount of money that I've lent on? And if the answer to that is yes, and you can do something with that and still turn a profit, then that's, 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 I think that's a great area to start. That, that's how I started in my, yeah. you know, per, personal uh, lending, you know, lending on single family properties. Cause that's, yeah, because that's you know what that I know. Product. I know, I know yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm comfortable taking them back. You know, I can rehab them. We can build them. We can do whatever we need land, uh, same stuff. So this is fantastic. Now with, this particular type of of investment how how are you positioning your personal portfolio and your your business for what we joke is the most anticipated recession of all time everybody's asking this question yeah that that's a great question very timely there we're definitely in a period of a lot of uncertainty about what's going to happen and there's so many moving parts right we have the economy we have the debt ceiling, we have uh, in high inflation, we have interest rates that um, have increased significantly. They've doubled over the past year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I would say inflation is a huge, huge concern. And so um I always love the idea of investing in assets. Whatever type of asset you like, don't keep money in cash. If you buy real estate, if you buy mortgage notes, if you buy businesses, those generally will hold their value and they generate income for you while you own them. So while you're waiting for the storm to come and and move on, you're going to be getting paid while you wait. And I, I always advocate for that. Don't go into investments with the idea that there's going to be appreciation or speculation or, and, and this is not the time for that. The, the, the strategy right now I feel is, is there income coming in and, What's the likelihood of that continuing through trouble and turmoil? And if you're getting paid while you wait, that's a great place to be in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of investments and a lot of asset classes, they, they're considered a hedge against against inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that's powerful. That can be really powerful. Yeah, no, that can be huge when you are living in time. Let, let the economy do the work for you and not destroy your 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 savings and in your portfolio just you know you can ride the inflation uh wave out by hedging by investing in assets where inflation helps those assets so if 
the audience wants to learn more about you, learn more about your, um, your, I know you've got a fund that's centered around this. Um, where can they go to learn more? Yeah. I, thank you. I invite uh, all of you listeners, if you're interested in node investing in general, uh, check out my book, which is called The Little Green Book of Node Investing. It's available on Amazon. And the purpose of this book, when I wrote it, is really to provide a high-level overview of this industry and the asset class so that you can gain a good good understanding of how it works, what are the benefits, what are the risks. And we go into a good amount of detail about how the node in- industry works, why are loans sold, and how to find notes to buy, how to evaluate them, how to perform due diligence. And in addition, uh, I have several chapters dedicated to the concept of how to buy notes using retirement account money, using the capital you have. Maybe you have money in old 401ks or IRA accounts. That's a great source of capital for note investing. And uh, the tax benefits are, are superb. And so I always uh, like to teach about that and encourage people to explore that and have a conversation with your accountant, your CPA to see if that that's something that makes sense. But um, the book is a great, great way to learn more. And I always invite, invite investors to connect with me. I love building relationships. I love talking to people and talking to investors. Everyone has different uh, backgrounds and knowledge and skills and different investment niches that people are involved in, which is all, all cool stuff. And so uh, I invite you to connect with me at my website, which is fredmoskowitz.com. And if you prefer a little bit of an easier spelling, you can go to giftfromfred.com and uh, connect with me there. And I'd be happy to send out, I have a special report on node investing. Happy to email that to you if you if you'd like. And one more thing, if you prefer to text we can text as well. Uh, text me by texting the keyword money to the phone number 215-461-4433 and then follow the prompts. And I look forward to connecting with, with you very soon. And um, it, it, this was a great conversation today, Brandon. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. We'll make sure that all that information gets posted in the show notes. So if you got to rewind, you're driving right now, don't worry about it. We'll make sure those get put in there. Fred, it was a pleasure having you on today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brandon. Great to be here. Hey, we'll see you next time.